Welcome back everyone. The most important question on my mind now is where will the stock market finish this year? My personal portfolios are still down about 6%, but given the rally in quarter 4, finishing flat or possibly even in the green is a realistic possibility. I found some interesting long-term statistics online on how the stock market has performed historically during the month of December. 73% of the time, the S&P 500 finished the final month of the year with a positive return. This happens to be the highest winning percentage compared to all other months. And the average gain for the index in December has been 1.4%, placing it as the third best month on average. A pretty optimistic outlook, but of course, while statistics are fun to look at, they are not always good indicators of future returns. I'm optimistic that the stock market will finish the year on a positive note, but in case it doesn't, that only means any new contributions I add to my brokerage account will be invested at more favorable prices. I call this my glass half full outlook on long-term investing. I'm happy when the market goes up because the value of my portfolio rises. And I'm happy when the market goes down because I can buy my favorite stocks for cheaper prices. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Alright, so let's talk about which stocks look attractive right now, and how my High Yield Dividend Watchers is doing this year. If you're a new listener, here's a real quick breakdown of the series. Every month, I prepare a top 10 list of the best High Yield Dividend stocks that present the best combination of high business quality and an attractive valuation. I personally use this watchlist as a starting point of ideas to expand and improve my own portfolios, and I share it with the world, mainly to show you how my stock selection process works with the hope that you can take away some value and improve your investing strategy as a result. I've been running this watches for 25 months now, and thus far, the long-term annualized rate of return has been 16.68%. November was a very good month, with the top 10 list finishing the month with a gain of 9.53%. This was much better than the two benchmarks I compare my list to. VYM, Vanguard's High Yield Dividend ETF, finished November with a gain of 6.26%, and SPY, the S&P 500 ETF, returned 5.56%. A nice and big win for the watchers. However, since inception, the watchers still trails VYM, that has weathered 2022 much better. The watchers has remained ahead of SPY for a long time now, and that gap widened after November. Let's get on to the actual stocks my process selected for the month now, and I'll circle back to historical performance at the end. The top 10 selections for December are T. Rowe Price Group, Best Buy, Morgan Stanley, Texas Instruments, Truist Financial, Comcast, Medtronic, Intel, Verizon, and Enterprise Product Partners. The average dividend yield for all 10 stocks as of month-end November was a healthy 4.51%. Enterprise Products Partners and Verizon have the most appealing dividend yields at 7.68% and 6.81% respectively. Intel also sports a 5% plus yield right now. Best Buy and Truist are both in the 4% range, with the remaining 5 selections being sub-4% dividend yielders. On the lower end, we have Texas Instruments that is the only sub-3% yielding stock this month. Collectively, based on dividend yield theory, the stocks look about 33% undervalued. The biggest undervaluation comes from Intel at around 50%, and the smallest undervaluation comes from Enterprise Products Partners at just 4%. Keep in mind this valuation measure is just an estimate, and not hard science, so take it with a grain of salt. The average payout ratio for the December watches is 55.55%, with most of these stocks looking pretty healthy. Comcast and EPD are on the higher end, both at or above 80%. The average dividend growth has been pretty strong, with the 5-year dividend growth rate for the watchlist being 12.14%.
Best Buy, Morgan Stanley, and Texas Instruments each have very fast dividend growth histories at or around 20%. Verizon and EPD that sport the highest dividend yields are on the lower end of the dividend growth range, both at about 2 to 2.5%. Intel and Medtronic are also less favorable dividend growth selections, both with sub-10% 5-year dividend growth rates. In terms of future return expectations, my assumption for the watchlist is 13.65%. This is based on three metrics. The analyst forecasted 5-year earnings growth rate, a return to fair value based on dividend yield theory, and the current starting dividend yield. Again, this is just an assumption, and I mainly use it to narrow in on the stocks that look more attractive compared to the starting universe of stocks. In the past, I have typically only selected stocks for the top 10 list that had an expected rate of return of at least 12%. This month was the first time where only 7 stocks on the entire shortlist met this threshold. Therefore, I added 3 additional stocks based on their ranking that had a return forecast of at least 10%. They are T. Rowe Price Group, Morgan Stanley, and Truist Financial. The one additional note I'll make here is that Medtronic and Verizon are appearing in the top 10 list for the very first time. This means I'll be taking a deeper look at each company in my spare time to see if I would like to add it to my own portfolio. Alright, let's jump into past performance and afterwards I'll talk about the long-term buy and hold investing strategy and how it has worked out using this watchlist. As I already mentioned, November was a great month for the watchlist, with the 10 selected stocks returning an average gain of 9.53%. This was the second best month this year, and fourth best month since I started tracking this watchlist in November of 2020. Let's have a look at the individual returns for November. The best stock was Best Buy, that gained a cool 24.69%. In second place, we have Tiro with a 17.66% gain. In third place, we have FedEx, that rose 13.69%. And Morgan Stanley, that wasn't too far behind, with a gain of 13.27%. Rounding out the top five, we have Texas Instruments, with a gain of 12.35%. The bottom five start out with Skyworks Solutions that had a gain of 11.92%. Paramount Global rose by 9.61%. American Tower Group finished the month up 6.79%. Truist Financial had a gain of 5.78%. And the worst member of the November watches was Advanced Auto Parts that lost 20.5% last month. But even with this one sour apple, the bushel as a whole looked very strong. Looking at the long-term individual results for the watches, here are the five best stocks with the best overall total returns. Number 1 is Principal Financial Group that is up 148.44% since first appearing on the watches in November of 2020. Matter of fact, each of the 5 best stocks has been on the watches for the full 25 months. Number 2 is General Dynamics that is the second watches stock to cross the 100% return threshold. The exact total return for the stock is 101.62%. In 3rd place we have CVS Health that is up 90.43%. In 4th place we have Bank of Montreal that is up 77.75%. And rounding out the top 5, we have M&T Bank that is up 75.28%. In total, there have been 66 unique stocks that have appeared on this watchlist since inception. After November, 54 of these stocks have positive total returns, with the remaining 12 stocks still being in the red. Last month, only 50 watchlist stocks were sitting in the green. So 4 additional prior selections have improved their long-term performance after November, enough to have a positive total return now. The average total return for the 54 positive stocks is 35.72% which is an increase of over 5% from the prior month. The 12 stocks that still have a negative return are down 17.78% on average. This is also an improvement from October, where the average negative return was 18.39%. My goal for this watch is is to maintain an annualized rate of return of at least 12%. 2022 has certainly tested this goal, but as of right now the watch is exceeding this target. The current annualized rate of return is 16.68%. For comparison purposes, SPY has an annualized rate of return of 12.82% during the same time period, so the watchlist is outpacing the S&P by a little bit. However, it is not doing better than VYM, that has a return of 21.92%. 
the gap to VYM did shrink a little in November, but the watchlist is still underperforming this benchmark by 5.24% on an annualized basis. This comparison isn't really meaningful though, as the stocks on this watchlist change each month, and the intention of this process is not to continuously buy and sell different stocks. The best dividend investing strategy, in my opinion, is with a buy and hold approach and a focus on the long term. To document how a buy and hold investing approach using this watchlist would work out, I've been tracking two such portfolios. One started in January of 2021 and the other in January of 2022. Let's talk about the 2021 portfolio first. The premise for this mock portfolio is very simple. Each month I invest an equal amount of money into all 10 selected stocks for the given month. The positions are never sold and all dividends are reinvested back into the portfolio. With 2022 coming to an end soon, we have almost two years of data for the 2021 buy and hold portfolio now. November was a decent month for this portfolio, as it gained 6.63% and outperformed both VIM and SPY. After 23 months, this portfolio has an annualized rate of return of 16.16%, which is 1.41% better than VIM and 10.16% better than SPY. A pretty wide gap to SPY and a decent level of alpha over VIM. The portfolio has 48 unique stocks, and if you want to see the returns and allocation of each individual position, I'll leave a link to the article on Seeking Alpha in the description below. The 2022 buy and hold portfolio follows the same strategy, but has a much shorter track record. This portfolio performed better in November, gaining 8.61%. However, it still trails VYM by 6% since inception, but is beating SPY by 10.31%. 2022 has been a rough year for the stock market, and VYM has really weathered the volatility quite well. The 2022 portfolio is still down 2.85% this year, but if we see the quarter 4 rally extended through December, it may finish its first year with a positive overall return. The 2021 portfolio is already in the green after November, and is a 22 basis point cushion to stay positive on the year. To circle back here to the objective of this watchlist, it is designed to find the best combination of high quality and attractively valued stocks, and to be used as a starting list of ideas for the upcoming month. I can say that all of the stocks I own in my portfolio have come from either this watchlist or the high growth watchlist I also document online. Each of us is in a different position in life, and we have our own goals and strategies, so it's impossible to tailor a list of stocks that will suit a broad audience. I'm not claiming that the selected stocks for December are the best places to invest your money today. What I want to achieve by sharing my process is to perhaps spark an idea in your mind. So I hope you found this content valuable.